Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 900. We're sharing something very, very special here. That's why we took as much time as we did to get it done, because there's there's only one way to get these things done, and, and that's doing them the right way. And my father, I know, would have been very proud of this book and the whole project. And I, I can say we've achieved everything and more that we had hoped to. And, and I hope that people will will feel the same. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today, I am so excited to introduce a very special returning guest here on this milestone 900th episode of Cars Yeah, Derek Hill. Hey, Derek, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yeah, Mark, I am, although I, I can't say my office chair has the five-point harness, so uh, <laughs> let's just try and keep it on the track here. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Uh, with you as my driving coach, I'm sure I will accomplish our goals today. Derek Hill, a Santa Monica native, comes from an automotive family that's left their mark around the world. He is the son of Phil Hill, America's first world champion in Formula One. Derek pursued a career in motorsports for over 10 years, taking class wins in the Daytona 24 Hours, Sebring 12 Hours, and many other driving for factory BMW M3 teams. Today, Derek is active in vintage racing and is a judge at the and an MC at the Pebble Beach Concorde Elegance. Great seeing you there again this summer. Derek, along with award-winning motor racing historian and author Doug Nye and American photographer Steve Dawson, have created and published an exceptional new biographical book titled Inside Track that chronicles his father Phil Hill's racing career and features hundreds of his father's color photographs. This massive book has been a 10-year collaboration and is now available for enthusiasts to enjoy. And guess what? One very fortunate Cars Yes subscriber will win a copy. The Bookshop Edition, compliments of Derek and his team. So Derek, last time you were here on Cars Yeah, it was June 23rd, 2015. Back then, you were a single guy with a dog. And since then, oh, I'm so happy for you. You've married Courtney. You have a son named Philip. Awesome. My, how time has treated you well. So would you take a brief moment before we get into the questions and learn more about this book and tell our listeners a little bit about your career and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Well, thank you, Mark. Yeah, a lot has changed since we last spoke. Now we have three dogs. We actually have three chickens. <laughs> We've since moved out of L.A. and are enjoying the countryside up here in, in Ojai, which still is close enough to L.A. So if I have to pop in for meetings or anything like that. Uh, it's been the best of both worlds. But um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, as a lot of people have known, I've gotten more involved with the car show events like Pebble Beach, the MC for them for the last few years, which has been very enjoyable. And uh, I, I'm working actually on a couple new projects now that I can't really talk about yet, but <laughs> okay. it seems to be revealed. But, you know, in the meantime, we are at the end of this really long journey over 10 years of putting together this book project about my father, which really is is uh, like an anthology. It's it's every, the sum total of his life, career, and what uh, you know everything he represented as as a human being, an enthusiastic race car driver, and a very accomplished one. So, 
it's an exciting point to be at. And now we just want to get the word out and share this this uh, wonderful project with, with everyone. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and I'm really honored to be able to be one of those venues for you to let people know this book exists. And I was very fortunate years ago when I started vintage racing to have lunch with your dad. He was up here at Pacific Raceway. He was the featured gentleman for those historic races that we have up here every year. And I just lucked out at sitting at a table with him. My son was quite young. We got to sit there. I have a great picture of my son, Blake, with your dad. And to get a few moments with your dad, having known of his history in racing and collector cars and his involvement with Pebble Beach way, way back, it was an incredible delight, and I'm, again, really honored to be able to promote this new book. And I'll let our listeners know, I have an edition of this book. It is incredible. I just came back from SEMA. I sat down, and I was way up way too late going through the pages enjoying this. So we're going to have some fun today letting the Cars Yell listeners know about this fantastic project. And as we continue on your journey, Derek here, I like to ask my guess for a success quote or a mantra, something that inspires you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Derek, take the wheel. Well, you know, a quote I have on my wall in my office here, which I often reflect on, is by the great industrialist Harvey Firestone of Firestone Tires, uh, who said, success is the sum of details. Hmm. And uh, I often come back to that because you know, taking on these projects that take so long, quite mm-hmm. frankly, you are only ever mired in, in the details. And so, you know, success, well, I guess that's something that just you hope happens at some point. <laughs> but it's the everyday just focusing on details that, that keeps me going. Well, I can only imagine the details needed to put a book like this together. A biography of your father's life, which in the automotive world must have started from the day he was born to his last breath because, my goodness, uh, the legacy and what he was doing. So I can only imagine why this project has taken so long to make sure every little detail is accurate. Uh, would you share with us um, what instigated your goal to jump into this event? I mean, it would seem obvious on the back, on the outside, your, your father, it's a legacy, it's his history. But take us to a point in time when you said, you know what? I'm going to do this, and it starts today. Well, I have to give full credit to Steve Dawson, who is a, was a friend of our families, my father's, a friend of our families, who is a photographer who always has been an enthusiastic vintage racing fan, enjoyed the history of it, and he helped with my father in the beginning by recognizing that he had all these 35-millimeter slides. And that my father was out giving these slideshow presentations, carrying the originals around, and and just one day uh, adamantly told my father, you can't do this. We need to make duplicates of these images to protect them, to preserve them, and helped him organize them in a way that could, could make his presentations flow easier and ultimately turn into a gallery of photos, you know, before the book even idea came into fruition. So... Then Doug Nye stepped in. Doug Nye, famous motorsports author and historian, uh, was approached to do this project. Once people saw the the, the images printed out uh, up at the uh, Monterey Historic Races, where where my father and, and Steve Dawson were, were starting to display these photos, 
people were blown away by the images and we started hearing more and more you've got to make a book out of this you have to make a book mm-hmm. so when my father was uh, at miles collier's symposium one year giving a lecture about the photographs uh doug nye was there and my mother approached doug and said doug we would love for you to do this book and of course it didn't take twisting Doug's arm very much because he he saw the potential uh, completely and is in love with this era of motorsport and so knowledgeable. And maybe whether he regrets it or not, he said yes, <laughs> embarked on this long journey to get it done. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely fabulous. Well, let's take a look down the road here of this journey of putting this book together. No doubt it was fraught with a few challenges, maybe more than just a few challenges. So take us to one of the biggest parts of uh, biggest parts of the frustrations, I guess I should say, of putting this book together and tell us how you worked through that and what you learned from that experience. Yeah, so I came into the book project about, you know, midstream when when the interviews had gotten uh, had been going. Uh, Steve Dawson had been coming to the house on a regular basis, sitting down with my father on Monday mornings and, and doing about three, four hours of interviewing, going through each individual slide, getting the stories that fundamentally make up the text and the captioning of this book. And so I, I, I was observing it. I was still a racing driver at the time. And I was focused on what's happening today and what's happening tomorrow. Uh, this was all about the past. I really couldn't quite wrap my head around it all with such a massive project that it was. But what really helped was that when things did get challenging, particularly with my father's health, is when I started to unwind myself out of my own racing career. This was around 2003, 2004. My father was starting to really show signs of of a decline in his health, which ended up becoming MSA, multiple systems atrophy, which is kind of like Parkinson's. So you could just tell he was slowing down. It was harder for him to focus. I started spending a lot more time with him during that period. And, and I was able to kind of help uh, pick up the slack where, you know, getting him ready for when, when Steve was going to come by the house, sitting down with them. Uh, it was getting harder for my, my father to, to speak. So it took a lot of patience. What this whole project taught me was, was patience more than anything. Yeah, no doubt. Now, you'd mentioned to me, we spoke quite a bit before we jumped into this interview here. How many of the images in this book are images your father took? Oh, there's a, there were over a thousand images total and we had to pare them down. Of course, uh, my father, let's just say he wasn't a professional photographer, but he had a very good eye, mm-hmm. but there, there were certainly, um, images that, that we thought could make the cut, you know, just there, the, the, these books are already so massive as they are that, that yeah. we got as many as we could in there. But yeah, with, with over 900 photos, well, the whole entire archive was actually over 1250 photos. And we've gotten as many of them in, in there as we can. And and let's just say it's somewhere between uh, 900 to 1,200 photographs. It's not even worth counting because <laughs> there's more than you can consume. Yes. And what's wonderful is your dad shot in color back then, which was somewhat rare for the day. So we get to see a lot of images in color that normally we would have seen in the past in black and white. And it brings a whole other element 
to the book and a delight to the book of seeing that, especially when it comes to the people around the automobiles because of the clothing, the fashions, the emotions, the looks on people's faces. And I can't even imagine how much patience and time that process took. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story, kind of an aha moment during the project, a time when your headlights kind of illuminated the way and you said, ah, this is my aha to make this thing happen. Well, I'd say that really happened when the gallery started happening up at the Monterey Historics. Steve Dawson and my father decided to set up a tent. Steve Earle up there said, yes, this is a great idea. Let's do it. We shared the Phil Hill photography collection as it was displayed. Steve and my father just filled the walls gallery style with images, had them there for sale. And of course, with all the uh, the sort of motor racing celebrities and enthusiasts up there, they were just people would walk in and you'd see their jaws drop. Yeah. And once I saw that, I realized, wow, they're really on to something here. And, and that's what really it, it kicked the whole thing off because people were now realizing, my goodness, like the stories behind these photos and having these go into a book is ultimately what, what people were hoping and what finally allowed this to happen was by people seeing the images in the open air. I remember I've been going to the Laguna Seca historic races for 25 plus years, and I remember those displays, and I remember standing in the booth and listening to some very famous past racers just discuss. In fact, I remember standing up next to one kind of eavesdropping on this conversation of two. Derek Bell, I think, was one of them, and um uh, talking about the the photos and oh i remember we were there we did this we did that so ah must have been very very rewarding for your father and for you and doug and everyone involved in this what makes this book so special for you and why are you so proud of the final publication well for me obviously it's it's a legacy thing and you know i think we all we all have regrets you know when we lose a, a parent of we wished we would have asked them more mm-hmm. uh, questions and learned more about their history. And and I know the same would have been, you know, and is with my father. But I feel like all the hard work that was done to extract these stories allows me now to 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 really relish in the stories of my father's career because there's so much here that I, I just never would have heard mm-hmm. and. You know, it was it's the the level of detail that my father would go into. Uh, his memory was extraordinary. And, you know, he, he would name off the people that were in the photographs. Um, he could tell you, you know, what that day was like, what that car was like, what he was experiencing, what he was feeling. You know, he took these photographs, as he said, to show the people back home. You know, but he was off doing these amazing adventures overseas. And what he wanted to do was just share these experiences. And, 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 you know, if it weren't for getting these stories from him later in his life, you know, we wouldn't have had the depth uh, that, that they offer now. And so I'm just so grateful that, that I'll always be able to pull this book off the shelf, open it up. And, and that's the way it's been written. It's been written in a way that, you know, you don't have to go from cover to cover. You can open it up at any point and yes. pick right up wherever it is. And that, That's what makes it a lot of fun. You know, there's a great learning lesson for all of us here. I lost my father earlier this year, and I thought the same thing. There's so many things that you take for granted when you have someone in your life that you think, always have time to ask them about that. Or later on after you've lost them, I wish I had. 
I wish I had. So the fact that you guys are taking us into your family life and into Phil's life and letting us see glimpses of what this gentleman got to experience. Talk about filling a life with living. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He knew how to do it. That's for sure. Now, is this the first book that you've been involved in? Yes, it is. Uh, you know, my father was involved for many years with Road and Track magazine, writing retrospective salon issues. And, and John Lamb, uh, who, who's my godfather, actually, mm-hmm. a great photojournalist uh, who, who carefully crafted those stories with my father. Uh, he came in here towards the end of the project and really helped fill in some of the gaps you know he 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 had just a whole bag full of tapes of interviews he had did, done with my father and so you know i i had gotten involved during my racing career uh writing articles for them you know about some of the racing i was doing or or, or about some car tests that i got involved with so you know but this is the first real true book project that i've been involved in you're gonna have a hard time topping this one fella <laughs> just, yeah. holy cow you started at the top of the heap it's like starting your racing career and winning the uh, uh formula one grand prix championship and the indy 500 all in the first year like where do you go from there so wow again kudos to you and your team now how about i always call it seller's remorse or writer's remorse is there anything now that you've seen the book it's done that you wish you'd done a little differently I can honestly say absolutely not. And I think that's just a tribute to the experience of Doug Nye. Doug Nye, who's written over 80 motorsports books, wanted to make this the greatest book ever done on a world champion. Uh, He feels like it is that and that there likely will never be one this good. And, you know, I always heard him say, I thought, wow, he sounds pretty confident. But, you know, it took that amount of time. I can't tell you the hundreds and hundreds of hours that Doug spent to get every last detail right. There must be uh, 10,000 email correspondences back and forth with Doug because he would, I would wake up with five emails asking five of the most random detailed questions that he just needed to know and have answered. So it yeah. really helped me get to the bottom of a lot of things that uh, I, I would have never known. Ah, oh, Fantastic. Well, do you think there will be another book in your future? Well, you, you can never say no to that. I would I would love to be involved with future book projects. But more importantly, right now, I'm working on a documentary uh, that I had started myself many years ago. So I'm sort of on the same trajectory as this book time wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, for me, uh, having a story out there in the documentary format would be a perfect complement to this book. And um, I've already interviewed over two dozen of these uh, of, of my father's, uh, you know, people from his day that some are not even with us anymore. So I, I was glad that I had the inspiration to get out there, interview those guys like Carol Shelby and Jack Brabham, Sterling Moss, and Denise McClure. I mean, the, the list goes on and on right. to get the definitive story on my father. And that'll be that'll be a big project I've got going ahead of me. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we spoke about that when you were on the show before a couple of years back. So uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. Another huge endeavor. You, know, you don't do things in a small way, do you, Derek? But uh, I can't wait to see that. And when you have that documentary about your father done, we'll have you back and talk about that. I can't wait to see that screening. Is there a favorite author now that you're an author in a respect uh, that inspires you today? 
Yeah, and I mean, I, I would say really my role with this book was a, a researcher because I can tell you what, what this book did inspire me to do is, is to dig into my father's archive and scan all the letters, all the programs, the armbands, the ticket stubs. I mean, it went on and on and on. My father kept everything. Mm -hmm. And even though Doug maybe used only 1% of everything I was able to go through, it allowed me to really get you know, this archive organized and sorted out. And, and that was really the role I played in this. But yes, to go to my favorite authors, um, I like inspirational authors, you know, guys actually who are, are fellow podcasters like yourself. Tony Robbins is one. Mm -hmm. Malcolm Gladwell is another that I, I, I like very much. Tim Ferriss yep. uh, is another great one. And um, recently I've been reading Robert Ulcher, who ha has a great podcast himself and, and reading a book called Reinventing Yourself. Yeah, very inspirational people. All I know very, very well, people that I aspire to work at the levels that they put work out there uh, here on Cars, yeah. Well, Derek, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars, yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Derek, we are back and we're entering the last lap. You've been in that situation many times in your life, so I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best book writing or book publishing advice you've ever received? Well, I would have to say sticking to these details, being willing to answer an email at any time of the day or night 
is what keeps the project going and, and something I've learned here in this latest project. No doubt, no doubt. Well, could you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your ability to complete this massive project? Uh, it would be just um, returning to that quote that, you know, that success is really the sum of the details. And to just uh, stay focused on the details, don't really think about what you think the project might be in the end or the success it might bring, but just just keep your head down and stick to the details. Absolutely. Now, you've answered this question uh, in some ways in the past, but maybe there's something else you could add. What kind of resources did you access while putting this project together? Well, the beauty of it, and I had addressed it a little bit earlier, was about the archive my father had left us. I mean, my father absolutely kept every correspondence telegram, letter, um, any piece of memorabilia that might have had to do with a race. And so those were our resources. But key ones outside were, for instance, you know, when we had to answer questions that my, my father's memory might have gotten a little bit foggy on, we'd pick up the phone. And I remember picking up the phone to Carol Shelby one morning when we were all working on the book. And uh, we, we asked him some questions and and he answered them. And, uh, you know, my father couldn't speak very well. So I got on the phone at the end and I'll never forget Carol just saying, Derek, tell your father I love him. And, <laughs> you know, he had such a big heart, Carol. Yes. And, uh, and, and these were, though, the kind of people that we could pick up the phone and call and keep the project going. Ah, incredible. Such valuable resources in those people that you got to access. Absolutely brilliant. Now, the book is available now. Is that correct? It's available now. It's uh, philhillbook.com. Tell our listeners a little bit about the different variations. I know there's three different variations of this book that they can access. So kind of walk us through what those are. Yeah. So there's three different editions of the book. Uh, you have the entry level essentially is is the bookshop edition, and the bookshop edition is is a, is a pared down single volume, 480 pages, covering many of the events, over 650 photographs, uh, all with the same content essentially pared down. You've got the collector's edition, which is the two volume that you're looking at, and the, the, they're all the same size, by the way. They're all about 12 and a half, 13 inches by 13 inches, about two and a half inches thick, very heavy books. Yes. And so, you know, be prepared to have a, a table or a strong shelf to put these on. Uh, the collector's edition is is what I'd say would be the main one, you know, that, that, that people ought to like to have. They're, they're going to be the ones that stick around. They've got a nice material cloth cover on them with the uh, the slip jacket, you know, to, to get hold your books on the shelf. Mm-hmm. There's going to be uh, also an autobiography, the autobiography actually we've just finished, and that'll essentially be a third volume. And it's it's sort of the, the motor racing autobiography of my father. It starts, it also starts before he started as a racing driver. So anyway, that, that it can always be added on. And then there's the big granddaddy of them all, uh, Bells and Whistles, which is the Connoisseur's Edition. The Connoisseur's Edition is limited to 200 copies, and it's got the nice big leather clamshell case. It's all three volumes. It really is the uh, 
the, the the primo edition to have, so to speak. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, I'll remind our listeners, if you have an automotive enthusiast in your life, and your timing, of course, Derek, is impeccable because we're coming up into the holidays here. Us car guys, car gals are the hardest to buy for because when you ask us what we want, we usually say a car of some kind. So, But if you are looking for an awesome gift that's going to last a lifetime, this is the one to get your hands on. And the fact that Derek has put together several variations, different price points, so whatever level you're at, you're going to have a win-win book. And I'll tell you, when this book showed up on my doorstep, my wife almost uh, strained her back picking it up when she brought it in. She goes, I don't know what Derek just sent you. I think he sent you 10 volumes here, but it's just, it's so heavy. It's big. You feel like you've really got something. And like I said, I tried to sit down and go through it in one evening. Impossible. Uh, this is something you can enjoy over and over again. It's absolutely brilliant. Well, we're up to the checkered flag here. If you had one singular message that you'd like our readers to gain from enjoying this fabulous book about your father, Phil Hill, Inside Track, what would that message be? Well, I would say this not just because he's my father, but, you know, he was one of our most unique individuals in the automotive and motor racing world, you know, with uh, his intellect, his memory, um, his courage to get out there and do what he did in the 1950s and 60s, racing abroad in one of the most dangerous eras. And to, to take time to, to photograph these moments and, and to be able to, to have survived, frankly, and been able to, to really get involved in, in this book and the captioning and the depth of the stories. It's that, uh, you know, we're sharing something very, very special here. That's why we took as much time as we did to get it done because there's, there's only one way to get these things done and, and that's doing them the right way. And, and my father, I know, would have been very proud of this book and the whole project. And I, I can say we've achieved everything and more that we had hoped to. And, and I hope that people will, will feel the same. I think they will. And what's really fabulous to me is many legacy books like this that are done about people who've lived such a grand life is done after their passing. And the fact that your father was involved makes it that much more accurate, vivacious, full of life, full of what the reality was of his life because he was a piece of it in a very uh, integral way. It's, it's just absolutely fantastic. And I'm going to remind our listeners that tomorrow on Cars Yeah, I get to talk to another part of Derek's team here, the award-winning motorsports journalist and author Doug Nye. We're going to talk about his involvement in this book and his life as somebody that has been involved in motorsports forever, uh, the author of Inside Track about his involvement. And also the following day, Steve Dawson, a photographer who was involved in this. You've heard his name mentioned here in the show. So we get to have uh, other inside views about this book for some fantastic people involved in the history of motorsports. Derek, you have taken me and my listeners on an incredible ride today. I'm so grateful you came back here as a returning guest on Cars you had to share this with us. Absolutely brilliant. I want to thank you for that. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you head off into the sunset? Oh, well, I would just say, uh, you know, being a racing driver, keep it on the black stuff. <laughs> uh, know your limits. And, uh, and, and you get there. You get to the finish line. Exactly. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to get their hands on a copy of Inside Track? The best way and the only way is to go to philhillbook.com. And uh, there you'll be able to um, 
browse all the editions and contact us with any questions and and buy the book and they'll they're all being shipped from England by the way so that that is where the uh, shipping costs come in but uh, it's all spelled out very clearly right there at philhillbook.com it's a fabulous website that you and your team have put together i really enjoyed it and Again, one very lucky Cars Yeah subscriber is going to get a copy of the bookshop edition of this book. So make sure you go to CarsYad.com. Enter by clicking on my free filler up book and I'll send you my book for free filler up. And that'll put your name in the hat and we're going to draw a winner uh, in a couple weeks after the show. So we have plenty of time for people to join. And again, listeners, you can find links to everything Derek's been so kind to share here with us today on CarsYad.com. His show notes page, just type in a Derek Hill. That page will pop up. Links to the website to get your hands on this book. And if you're buying a gift for an automotive enthusiast in your life, whether it's the holidays, birthdays, or just to be nice to somebody, this is something that every enthusiast should have on their library shelf. And I'm very proud to have it on mine as well. Hey, Derek, thank you for being so generous with your time and expertise and sharing this new fabulous book with us, Inside Track. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. This has been great. Thank you. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!